Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. This is Anthony Robbins host, The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host, The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. So we give y'all real, real noise. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno, pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. You are now The separation of talent and skill is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams that want to do things. Talent you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours and hours of beating on your craft. I've been killing microphone, killing microphone. I've been killing microphone, killing microphone, nigga. I've been killing microphone. And discover new things. I was thinking about taking some. Tell you some what. No, he's trying to sing it. You already on. It's already recording. I already recording. Oh, it was, of course it was Welcome already recording. Welcome to the reality is. No, you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. That's like taking Charlemagne's yo, 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 yo away from him. I would if it would make me look like... A biter and a corny-ass person. But I really love but him But so many that. people do that. I enjoy seeing him do that. Okay, so when I do the reality is and I introduce you, you'll get to say that. No, you can You can get to do it just one time. <laughs> Because if people listen, they're going to be like, damn, if she like him, if he happen to listen, he'd be like, that's dope. Somebody else fuck with what I'm doing. Yeah, but I'm not biting off you, though. All right. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. This is episode 119 of The Reality Is podcast. Oh, shit. Is it 119? Yeah, I yeah. think it's 119. And I also have in studio my guest co-host, Artesia Swindle. You are so goofy. I knew that shit wasn't going to come out. I was getting ready to do it. No, you wouldn't. That's really pretty much would. like any time I talk to you about dancing no, or doing anything else, you do, do not do it. Send me up. Send me up. No, Send I had up. already gave you an alley-oop and you fucked up the live. So what you going to do now? Because you just I go just, right into it. Just, what up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is. Welcome back for another episode. This is episode 119 with my girlfriend, Artesia Swindle. What's good with you? Yo, 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 yo. That's whack. <laughs> He has, he says That's why I didn't want to do it. He because said, I didn't want him. I don't want to be like the person is like fucks it up. Yeah, I don't know how many times he does it, but I always he does go it a lot. It's a lens, so it's more like yo 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 yo, and he winds it down. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you gonna send me up to do it, you gotta let me do it. How I'm gonna do it? Yeah, that's right. Yo 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 yo. Yeah. <laughs> That's Anyways, pretty much what happened, on. man. No, man, I'm glad to be on the podcast. I'm glad to be back. Hopefully, everybody's doing great, having a great Saturday. I know here in Dallas it's raining. So, you know, we out here fucking around with the muck and the miry clay. You know, uh, I always try to throw a biblical phrase in there because I don't believe in everything uh, spiritually and religiously. You know, a lot of people find that offensive, but. Hey, so you just, um... What do you do? What was your upbringing in church? I was raised in a very religious household. Um, 
part of the reason why I am who I am today. What does I that think mean? now more so I focus now that I'm older, I focus more on the spiritual aspect as opposed to the religious side. What is the spiritual aspect though? You hear so many Just, people talk about that and it's like, so what is the spiritual aspect if you're not a religious person but a more of a spiritual person? For me, I don't get so caught up in the routine of going to church. Like when I was younger, I had to go to, we went to church on Sundays, Mm -hmm. all day Sunday, uh, Wednesday, Friday night. Like it was just a routine. Like you couldn't do this or you feel like you were going to go to hell. But the older I've gotten, the more I focus on just actually building my own personal relationship (laughs) with God. See, that's the thing about it. I hear a lot of people talk about relationships with God, and I get it. First of all, before I even dive into this, I want to say I do believe in God. I do believe in something as a higher being, even though people question me and question it all the time because I question it. Like, how can you believe in something? Yeah, no, don't. You got to. No, no. Get your own shit. No, the tea no. was my thing. Yours the is. The tea was your thing. No, I know what you're saying, but, but you're doing it in from a perspective tea, of like from, me talking yes. about it. So, if you, from you knowing me, what would you say about me and religion? What are your thoughts about me? You think I'm I agnostic think you have or a love, an hate atheist? Relationship with, and it's so sad. I know you have a um, a issue with religion, mm. but even on a spiritual tip, it's like a love hate relationship. It's like some days you're on, some days you're off. It's just. I'm always on. I just question things. Yeah, I mean, it's okay to question things, but you kind of, you you run deep. And you let stuff linger, and you, you say stuff that is like... About religion? You say things about even spirituality. I mean, yeah, we had a, we you, had a conversation. Yeah, because you to believe in things that you, a, you don't see, and I know that's faith, but yeah. it's like... Come on, man. We just had a conversation last night about, you know, blessings. Yeah, I know you, that's one of your things. You're like, oh, I did this myself. But no, from what I believe, you always, personally, you- I believe that God gives you certain abilities, certain strength to be able to perform these certain acts that you may go to work. You may do these things for yourself. But who is blessing you with the ability to do that? So what if you find out that God ain't real? Because all it is is us having a wild guess or having faith that he does exist. And, and I if I and I, I do feel like he exists, but this is the whole thing. And this is why a lot of people, especially a lot of white people and other people who are very educated, you know, black people, but more so white people not saying education from an education standpoint, yes, but from a, a yeah, but from a point of belief and believing, they don't believe in things sometimes it seems bigger than themselves. Maybe it's a part of their privilege. Yeah, I don't that's know. What that is. That, that's a possibility. But for me when I think about it, I'm thinking it, from a perspective of you expect me to believe in something, a book first of all that was written a long time ago, thousands of, time, mm-hmm. thousands of years ago, when a world existed before that Bible. So what rules or guidelines were those people following in behind? And then even when you think about things, and I've said this before, when you talk about the world being destroyed by water the first time, nobody was over in America. They were in Egypt. But then you'll have people, you know, like we had somebody, you know, debate that a couple weeks ago, and they were like, well, the whole, the world was, a, it was shaped differently. It was done differently then. Like, no, no. Just like when Christopher Columbus came over here and said that this was America, he discovered it. It was already people here before then. So whose story are we really supposed to listen to? Well, I can't speak for everybody, but personally for me, even if I was to find out that God is not real, I would not want to live my life any other way. Okay, and and that's really, that's what it boils down down to me. No, that's what I'm saying, and that's what it boils down to me. I do believe in being good, but you got to look at, I look at the way religion and God tears people apart. Mm -hmm. Some of these, not to be funny, 
the KKK mm-hmm. and racist people, they do things against other races in the name of whatever God it is mm-hmm. they're serving. And we're supposedly, which is what I love about American gods, we're supposedly serving the same God. We just choose to put a different face on that God. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people, I mean, it's important that you spend time getting to know these things for yourself. Because I, the way I feel about certain things, I can't answer all of your questions the way that you would see them. But for me, what I choose to believe in, what I choose to have faith in, no. I don't get caught up in, like, when I was going to um, church when I was growing up. I, You know, we weren't supposed to wear makeup. We weren't supposed to wear pants. We weren't supposed to wear nail polish. Of course, I do all of those things. But now, and I'm at the age where I don't feel like that. that's going to put me in eternal damnation. But I the really thing don't. about it is you can ask a person. I think we were, I was asking you a lot of questions last night mm-hmm. about religion, and it was like it got to a point to where you couldn't answer them. Not saying that that's an issue, but there's a lot of pastors and people who believe in God. I feel like if you start asking the right questions, you'll leave them dumbfounded as well, which I've been in a situation where I've asked people who are so spiritually bound to God mm-hmm. and believe this way. And when I ask them certain questions, because I ask open-ended questions that leave you to a point to where you either have to answer them uh, truthfully or you can answer them in your opinion. Mm-hmm. And normally after about five or ten questions, people start to a- answer with their own opinion, yeah. which and is I'll what be... the Bible a lot of times is made up of mm-hmm. is opinions. And I'll be honest. I mean, I've been honest enough to say I don't know everything. But what I do know is my own personal experience, and that's what I choose to go off of. So why do you feel so strongly about God? Outside of your own, like, is it one personal thing that jumps off the page that you're like, I remember this, and I know it was nobody but God? Yeah, I remember when my mom died. I remember what I went through during that season in my life. And when I look back on it, it was nobody but God that kept me here. Yeah. I like the way you keep talking right in there, right on the mic. Okay. Just think it's a penis and get closer to it. All right. From church to penis. Hey, I am who I am. You can't have the right <laughs> hand without the left hand. So, no, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I do, like I said, I do believe God exists. I just question a lot of things that the church tells you it shouldn't be a question for. You should just believe. And that's when I think it starts to become BS. Yeah, but you have to have a personal reason to and understand. Yeah, that's so what I'm I saying. Get, I get what you're it's saying. It's like you're asking me to follow extent. something that I have no proof of exists, mm-hmm. which means even if I'm going to believe in the faith of that thing existing, mm-hmm. what what proof do I have to believe that? It's just like jumping into a gang. If a gang, if you want to get into a gang, they're selling you the belief that we protect you. You'll always have money in your pocket. You'll always have family. You'll never want for anything. Women will always be there. That's what a gang gives you. God gives you what? Security, stability, uh, afterlife that's going to be perfect. All these things that, not to be funny, you will never see Mm -hmm. unless you believe or Mm -hmm. put in the action to make these things come to fruition. So do you have a personal experience that that keeps you believing? Since you you say that you do believe, you just... Honestly, I used to. I used to have several, Mm -hmm. but then as I got older, I started looking at those same situations and saying, not saying that I'm bigger than God. I don't want anybody to listen to that and take it that he feels like he's bigger than God or he's a God himself. But as I got older, I started to look at those things and look at them from a perspective of, you know what? Maybe I did this. Maybe that little extra work that, 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 that I did got me to this point. Maybe me staying up later to focus more on this to come to those thoughts. But somebody like yourself or somebody that believes in God will be like, well, who gave you the brain to think those thoughts? Who gave you the legs to walk that way? God don't lift weights. I do. God don't run. I do. I'm not saying that I don't believe that it's something bigger that's motivating me or keeping my body pushing. And you know what makes it easier 
for me to speak this way and then not explain to people what I think mm-hmm. is because if you really believe in God, which is a, what was fucked up about a lot of Christian people that are mm-hmm. so judgmental, oh, is yeah. that when I, I say things, when I say things, I know God knows my heart. Mm-hmm. I know that he knows that if he is real, that I'm saying things in question to spark a conversation, to create dialogue and also give people my perspective because it's a lot of people that feel the way I feel, mm-hmm. but they're scared to voice that mm-hmm. because of the way people will look at them. That's why I just let you talk. So what has God done for you lately? God is always blessed with me. I know. As long as he waking you up this morning. I I do believe that I live a highly favorite life. Yeah, I do. I I know I I joke a lot of times and I'd be like, man, that's luck. And I I know blessings do happen. I do believe in blessings. And I believe it's a combination of God blessing me and my efforts to prepare myself to be able to walk into those opportunities. Well, at least you added your efforts. No, I mean, I definitely, my mom raised me to believe that God gives us certain things, but he also gave us common sense. So it's a combination Of both. What is the common sense part of being in church with God or in bed that's with God? People, Paying tithes, say, giving your last when you don't have, I think that's crazy. Unless well, you are sowing a seed mm-hmm. and you feel like, I need this. Exactly. But what if that seed don't come? But my mom, in terms of common sense, she mm-hmm. would always tell me, like, that's like people petitioning God for, oh, Lord, I need a job. But you're not doing nothing or Monday through Friday to, to go get, get a job. Or you're not you doing have, yeah. anything to better yourself to put yourself in a position I do to agree get with that. a job. I do believe. So that's what. And I do believe you need to pray and then work. Yeah. That I agree in. Faith but without works is dead. Exactly. That's what they say. I mean, but it's. But this is the thing about it. I feel like that I have faith and I do ask God for certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think you know me. I yeah. bust my ass. I know you. You know, I play a video game a time or two when I have some downtime or when I feel like I'm taking a break from everything. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I'm either reading a book, watching a video or something to prepare myself and prep myself to be better at what it is that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, yes, you have times where you fall down or you, you get off track and so on and so forth. So, like, at the end of the day, like I said, I do believe God is real. I just want to know. I, I'm not here to talk biblical and, and read scriptures. It's just one of those things where I feel like it's okay for people who question God. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, if somebody would have told me they was an atheist, I would have thought that's and the I devil. I think people are not being honest if they say they haven't questioned God. I mean, I've been through several periods in my life where I questioned if God was real. <laughs> And then there was something that happened to me personally Personally. that allowed him to manifest himself to me. So that's why I'm able to be where I am now. That's why I don't pass judgment. I tell people all the time, if you choose not to believe based on your personal experience, I choose to believe based on mine. And I don't want any judgment either way. Before we go to the next topic, I want to give a big fucking shout out to somebody. You know, I'm not even going to say their name. Let's just say this. Big girls do it better. (laughs) You know. Big girls do it better. You know, yes, earlier this week, I you love, sent me a picture of love, a friend. Love my big, big girls. girls. You sent me a picture of a mutual <laughs> friend of ours, and I realized that on uh, the reality is Instagram, I wasn't following her. I was like, so let me go check her out. I got to follow her. But the the, video, the picture you sent me was of what? Um, it was two people in bathing suits. Two big girls. Two big I mean, girls. And when the I saw the picture. The true meaning of BBW. And the funny thing is, when I saw the picture, I was like, I didn't look at the picture and be like, Ew, why they got why that? They don't, nah. I was like, you go, girl, because I'm small, and there's no way, nobody has ever seen me in a two-piece. I like, in without a cover said, or I fucking something. love it. But they had it all out, all out. and I loved it. Every I was here curve, for it. every stretch mark, <laughs> every cellulite patch, and I saw it, and I, I didn't like, think nothing, but 
I fuck with it. And of course, I know big girls have all the confidence. They got all the goddamn confidence. So, yeah, I just love it. Why is is it like that, though? I wish I knew. I wish I had a big girl to sit down right now. Big girls, if you're listening, email us at info at therealityis.com. T-H-A, therealityis.com. If you want to be on the show, call in. Big girls, why are y'all so goddamn confident? I think they have to have it. I mean, with everything. They are the true meaning of perfect imperfection. With everything what now? With everything that, you know, they are subject to, I think they have to have have that certain mindset or persona about themselves because they deal with so much judgment whereas you know smaller girls are looked at as objects so they're always overly concerned about how people are going to perceive them because they don't want to lose that I saw that and I said the guy (laughs) and the thing about it is they didn't what I loved about it is they didn't go buy the swimsuit based on their bodies Mm -hmm. Now, of course, they had to buy their size. Yeah. But, you know, as, as we all know, there are those big girl bathing suits where it covers up your tummy and it's like a two-piece, mm-hmm. but it comes up to the midriff. This was a highway yeah. two-piece. But it wasn't, no high po- it wasn't no highway. They just had a one-piece on. I think both of them just had one-pieces on. Mm-mm. Yes. You have to look at their picture again. I think it was one piece. But the point of the, ma- point of the matter is I was like, got the cheek out, got Hell the yeah. thigh out, got the arm out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And and, and and no bullshit. Like, you know, they know. They had the granny elbow shit. We know what that is. Like, the meat that's over but the elbow. But none of that, none of that even mattered to me. The the point that I'm making is I saw all that, acknowledged all that, loved all that, okay. and respected all that. You looking yeah, at it? Yeah, one had one piece on, and the other one had the high waist. Let me see. Two peaks. Both of them still work. Yeah. Get that shit. <laughs> Get it. That's why I had to say Get um, I was like. <laughs> yeah. I can respect that. Big girls, they always just come with it. So, 10 reasons why intelligent people have a rough time finding love. Now, when I read this article, I thought to myself, we all have a hard time finding love. Yeah. But I read it and I was like, you send it this to is me. me. So, I had to send it to you because it was like everything. Yeah, it was all me. So I'll go through the ten things, and I'll, I'll we can go back. I'll go through them and read off the list of those ten things. And do you feel like you're ten for ten on these? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go at ten for ten, and then I'm gonna ask you one question: Why on all of these? Oh my god! And I just give like me getting interviewed. Hey, well, shit, that's pretty much what it is. Top one, I go through one through ten. They said that uh, ten reasons why intelligent people have a rough time finding love. Ten, one, they overthink. Personally, knowing you, that's I've always very been an overthinker. True. They are comfortable being independent, sometimes too independent. They prioritize their goals in life. That's something you do. You've always been a planner. Mm -hmm. They aren't easy to understand. Definitely awkward and quirky. They have (laughs) high standards. I think you have high standards, but you're not, you know, a lot of people think you're stuck up, but that's not you. I have high standards for myself. Exactly. Well, I think you have high standards in in dating too. You definitely should have standards. They're not too high or unreasonable. That I do get. They rarely listen to their hearts. Ah. Is that true for you? Um, I listen to my heart. However, my mind does take control. They intimidate people. Do people say you're intimidating? I always get that. And I don't understand it. Y'all hate losing. You do hate losing. Every time I bust your motherfucking ass on that pool on the phone, you run it back. You could be 0 and 10 and you try to run that bitch back until you win. So I do agree with that. They always have to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. I concur with that. And they don't like restrictions. Nope. You don't like restrictions. You seem like you live in a, in a, in a safe like, zone. I live my life for me. I do have a comfort or a safe zone. Um, but I don't like when other people try to dictate what I do. So you think you're 10 for 10? I am. I think I overthink. I think I'm comfortable being independent. Mm-hmm. Uh Two independent um i'm definitely not easy to understand i have high standards mm, very high 
and very complex. I do rarely listen to my heart. <laughs> Amen to that, my brother. I hate losing, but I'm not a sore loser. I definitely go out to protect myself. <laughs> You're not a sore loser. Losing to what have I lost at? <laughs> oh, no, I'm being for ego. real though. Like in what part and what aspect are we talking though? No, I'm just saying. I think. I really don't lose though. I'm Think about to it. Recall. From video, exactly. Not being arrogant, but from college classes to video games, you were there with me when but I graduated college, you, and I really didn't study that much. Video games, you no, see you niggas coming in and out of this house getting their motherfucking head smashed. Yeah, that's they come true. over here and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna beat you," and I could pick up a joystick. I ain't played in forever. When you see me, well, you never saw me play ball, but, but we've raced have, several times. You underestimated my speed, and I toasted oh, yeah. that motherfucking yeah, ass. Indeed. Please tell me when I am fucking losing. Outside of God, just must be planning something for me, and I'm losing at life. <laughs> Other than that, I don't feel like I'm losing, and I can't control that. <laughs> you already know. I get a paycheck, and I before I before ten o'clock, I done spent thirteen hundred dollars, and I'm like, God, I'm making more money. How the fuck am I blowing this much money? And you, and it's not on me even buying personal things but for I myself. Think- so God <laughs> is conspiring against me. God is not conspiring. Jesus, you. man. What they when they be like the devil is busy. <laughs> God is not conspiring against you. So go ahead and talk. You were saying when have I lost? I was just gonna well, not losing per se, but when something does not come easy to you or yeah. as easy as it should. I get frustrated. You are, yeah. So that sore loser, yeah, you have a little bit of that in you. Hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this thing on uh, on Facebook, and you know, I told you I'm in several groups, and they always post these things. So I wanted to talk about. They had a a meme with a man and a woman, and it said, "I was going to give him or her some until," and then you have to fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. So for you, I know you're not as promiscuous as I may be. So it's one of those things to where if you had to say, I was going to give him some, maybe not booty for you, maybe just a time of day. I was going to give him some until. What are I your think some for until? me, until they brought it up. Like, if you bring something up, then it's a turn off. Well, like, I, I want to be able to do it on my own. Okay, it got to be more than one. For me, I said, I was going to give her some until she lit a cigarette, <laughs> until she smiled, meaning her teeth may mm-hmm. have been crooked or fucked up, until I saw her stomach. Uh, until I saw her naked, until I smelled her breath, until I saw her shoes, until I saw the way she walked, until I saw her, until I saw who she hung out with, and I'd heard her talk about her political views. Yeah, those see, are things me, that jump I'm off the page. I already see and know all those things before I get to the point of I'm gonna give you some. So again, I'm gonna give. I was gonna give him some until he brought it up. I never bring it up. I think that's the best way to move in any relationship I've ever been in. And some people are like, that's game. No, it's not game. It's just not, a, it's just not stepping on it. Hollywood it is. I never talk to a woman and bring it up as if, Hey, I need you to do anything or asking questions about sex or any of that. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you bring it up, but if you bring it up and the girl brings it up and you're there for it, mm-hmm. everything can, it could, it could be kind of peachy. It could be pretty good. I'm sure. So that that's where I feel at. So I was reading something the other day, and it said uh, North Carolina. It's a North Carolina law that a woman cannot back out of sex once it's underway. So basically, what? if me and you get ready to have sex, and you told me we can have sex, and I get ready to get in this bed, and I start penetrating you, and it gets too rough, even if you say stop, you can't. Some of these laws are getting ridiculous. Well, these are laws by white men. I just exactly. want people to say that 87% of our lawmakers are white. Yeah. And I think, and this is not just in the state and of Texas, this is in the government. Ridiculous. So it started in 1979, the North Carolina Supreme court in the state versus way ruled that women cannot revoke consent after sexual intercourse begins. 
This started previously, previously, uh, I think it was earlier this week or last week, Aaliyah Palmer was at a party when a man pulled into, pulled her into the bathroom for sex. She was willing, Mm -hmm. but she told, um, Fayetteville police, when she turned, when the sex turned violent, she told the man to stop and he didn't listen. She thought what happened to her was rape. Yeah. But she found out that under the North Carolina law, not trying to cut you off, just want to finish it up. uh, But she found out under the North Carolina law that a woman is not allowed to back out of sex once it's underway. She stated, Palmer stated, 19 year old woman, it's a stupid law. And Mm -hmm. if if I tell you no and you don't stop, then it's rape. Mm -hmm. And they're promoting rape culture. Again, 87% of the lawmakers in this country, and I'm pretty sure 100% almost is in North Carolina, the Bible Belt. That's why. That it's 100% probably white. These people feel like they can continue to get away with certain things. I just don't see how niggas could rape a girl. My dick won't get hard. When I watched rape TV shows, it's a turnoff. How does your dick as a man get rock hard to take something from a woman that does not belong to you? Different things turn different folks on. So when is it okay? Like, when is it okay to say no when you've initiated it or when you've allowed a man to I mean, say it yes? it should just be okay, period. If, if, even if you were willing at first and then, like she said, it turned violent, like, at that point, you should be able to say no and that person be like, okay. Is it, what is, if violent is rough sex? Because one thing that we do know when women, especially white women, and I hate to do this, but it's, it's facts. When white women especially feel like they have lost or somebody has wronged them or they want to quit or something is not going their way or if it catches them off guard, the power of their voice is to say that I was raped is strong. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that I don't justify rape culture. But I think as a woman, you do need to be aware of the things and situations that you put yourself into. Of course. To be able to have a man that may be sexually aggressive, because in order for it to be, sounds like a one night thing here without mm-hmm. saying it's a one night thing, who's writing this and who's creating this narrative. But if it's a one night stand and you engage a man and you come into a bathroom with this mm-hmm. man, he's under the impression that it's going to, you know, is going down mm-hmm. and you haven't talked to verbally discussed what he, him or her likes, he may be in the choking. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was fucking and he was choking her. I didn't see the details. But again, if there's something that she's not into and she voices that and he still doesn't stop, then that's the problem. I don't know if they have been drinking or not, but let's just say alcohol is involved. This is another mm-hmm. thing that comes up I where mean, a lot of people say many, it's two people. It's too many variables yeah. that you have to look at. That's why I say even when a woman yells rape, I'm not saying discredited, mm-hmm. but I am saying get to the bottom of it and know what it is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you should deserve to be raped if you let somebody on. I'm not saying you deserve to be raped if you put a number in somebody's phone. I'm not saying that you deserve to be raped if you start sucking dick and you decide that all I wanted to do was suck his dick. I don't want him to penetrate me. You have a right to say no. Just know that when you get past the threshold of mm-hmm. penetration and kissing and oral sex, that it's a little bit harder to stop. And niggas don't know if you mean stop or stop. Are you crying and petrified while you're saying that? Or are you just saying no, 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 or stop? I don't know what the conversation was before, during, or after. I just know when the word rape comes out, you got to be careful. This is true, but it's too much going on these days to try to figure it out. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Again, you're listening to The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct, and we'll be right back. The name of the game is consistency. What up, Will? I got you. Hold up. Bitch, I walla. She say pull up. Then the end just I bet they know they can't fuck with me. Yeah. Maybach music. Yeah, yeah. 
right, man, we back again. You're listening to episode 119 of The Reality Is with your host, Anthony Roberts, and my co-host for today, Artesia Swindle. Before we got off, you said that I didn't address one of the topics in reference to the 10 reasons why I've, like... Oh, yeah, I think you might have just skimmed over it, but you definitely intimidate people. How so? Um, how, how do I so? intimidate people just walking into a room, no. though? No. I don't know how you do it, but you have a very you have a strong presence, first of all. But that's always a, fee, a piece of feedback that you get. Just that people I'm, tell you that they're intimidated. Well, that sounds like that's a personal opinion with the person who's addressing me or addressing the and, situation. There's nothing personally that I feel like I can do about that. No, it's not. It's just all about how you carry yourself, and I wouldn't say change it because that makes other people comfortable. Um, and you definitely don't like restrictions. No, I don't live by that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. If a job told me, hey, you have to stop podcasting in order to, conti- to keep this job. And even if you feel like somebody is, and that person may not be trying to put restrictions on you, but even if you feel like it, mm-hmm. you go H. Because normally if I feel like it, then that means that person is trying to put restrictions on me. Mm-hmm. They just don't know it. Let's call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. You trying to put restrictions mm-hmm. on me. See, you're speaking Sometimes, from that because you feel like, I feel like with you, you try to put restrictions, restrictions on me. We, um, shortly after we started getting super serious mm. i would just call and check in just not because i don't like to do that or call that checking in but i do that because you are my boyfriend so i was just doing it and you i think you brought it up at some point he was like well i don't do all of that i'm like what i don't it's just calling and say hey well see that's okay for you to you do it but I'm you can't expect me to do it if that's not shit how pop i do off, it. you know where i am i'm pretty sure as women listening like he's full of shit he is <laughs> You are. <laughs> but why would I have to call and check? I don't, I, I, like I said, I get it. But if you're checking in, exactly. Per se. But you it's don't have to saying, do it. It's a courtesy to do that. But I don't feel like anybody in a relationship should be obligated to do that. No. I'm not saying you you have to. I'm Good. just saying at a certain point. I just wanted you to clarify it. At a certain point. At a certain point. What, what point is that for the just, person? It's just common courtesy. I think if I'm living with you and then I'm coming home to you and I'm not going to be there at a specified time, then I think or, the, in that situation, it's cool to say, hey, babe, I'm running a little bit behind. But when I pay bills here and I live no, separately from no, you no, no, and no, I'm no, coming no, home, no, unless no, it's like no. two I and three like in the morning, George, okay. Was it Georgina on Get Out? No, 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 no. Because... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that was even, her name. Even at a certain point in the relationship, if you've built a routine where I know you call me when you are leaving work, like every day. But you that's know, not. You know, for the most part. Let's I'm use a real you. situation, though. Yeah, this is people, a real situation. Well, I don't call you, know, you when I'm leaving no, work. I'm Because I leave work me. at various I'm times. Okay, let's go. So, you know, for the most part, I'm going to call you when I go on lunch or I'm going to call you when I'm leaving work. And you're going to call me if in the morning some re- sometimes before you go to work. If for some reason I don't call you, then if you love and care about me, common sense would be like, oh, I'm you pushing concerned. it, you pushing the envelope, you so pushing the envelope. Me, if I love, I wouldn't say if I <laughs> so love and care me, about you. If I'm used, to some people just from like you, to soak up their own personal time. If I'm used to hearing from you, and I'm not invading your personal space, uh-huh. it's just, hey, I'm, hey, I'm here, I'm doing whatever. It is what it is. Okay, glad you, you know. But you don't set an expectations of something that you know you can't keep up if you can't keep it up and you really don't want to do it. I'm not courtesy. I'm not a call in and check person. I do it from time to time, but it is not consistent because I don't want you to look forward and expect that I'm going to do this every time when I know goddamn well know I'm you're not. you're contradicting yourself because as much as you don't call in and check or you don't call it checking in, you do call me and let me know. That's what hey, I'm saying. I'm I, do, do, I do do that. But what I'm saying is it's not something that I do all the time, 
every time. Mm -hmm. I'll call you if I know I'm going to be out of the way or out of touch for a few hours, or I'll call you if I'm going out with a homegirl because I don't want that shit popping back out on me, or I'll let you know if somebody's coming through because I don't want that shit coming back on me. So, so those are the do moments it when that it's I, convenient for you, basically. I do it when it's going to keep down drama. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, to keep down drama when you're in a relationship, if you're interacting with another woman, I think it's dope that you tell your girl or your guy that you're interact interacting with the opposite sex. If you're going to be out of the, out of pocket for a few hours, the quickest way to have her assume that you're doing something is to not check in or use that I'm working late shit. I've never used I'm working late and if I ever use I'm working late just like if I use I love you that phrase, you know that I mean it because I don't say that shit all the time. It's a difference between being consistent and making somebody happy and being who the fuck you are so they know that you are who you are all the time. At the end of the day, I think it's nothing wrong with a little common courtesy. And I didn't say it was so anything wrong. It just ain't me. That, hey. And if somebody says it ain't them, who's tying your hands behind your back making Nobody. you stay? Nobody. Trust All me. Because that's, <laughs> that's what it boils down Nobody to. If it's something that you don't like that your significant that other is doing, example you have the right to step away from that. Hey, that's fine. Trust me. Yeah. I do know. Okay. I just want to make sure we have an understanding. We've we been having an understanding. I don't think it would have lasted six years if we didn't. You ain't got to put that out there. A lot of people are going to start questioning how we've been together this long and no ring. It doesn't matter. Mine, that's not for them. Your that's business. for us. <laughs> But a lot of people do ask. Well, people fuck do ask them. that. Do they have a ring? Most of them don't, and if okay. they do have a ring, they're not in a happy situation. Okay, so we'll I want to give a shout that. out to everybody who came out to the TRI kickback on last week to help celebrate. The reality is, people who support the podcast getting together again. Also, your birthday get together along with Brandon. You know, mm -hmm. their birthdays were the first and second week of June. But if you know anything about Gemini's or these two motherfuckers, they party the whole goddamn week, the, the whole awesome. month, and so on and so forth. I didn't say you were or you weren't. <laughs> no, I just. I that would be an undisclosed answer. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> we are still working on the third annual TRI backpacks and haircuts. It's coming. We're going back to. The U Unisex Salon, right? Exactly. Um, I do believe they changed their name. So if they did. Yeah. When <laughs> they changed their name, like a couple of months ago, I, I noticed talk to George. it because I take my son there to get his haircut. Yeah. So, yeah, I noticed it a while back. So, but so, um, yeah, but yeah we'll, we'll have out. the information out at the beginning of July. July eighth. Mm -hmm. Please donate. You can donate by going to www.infoattherealityis.com. Yeah. You can go to donate on the website at www.therealityis.com. Mm -hmm. And the reason we started doing this is I remember when I used to be in school and I would come in and sometimes that nappy headed kid at the beginning of the school year was me. Mm. And then sometimes it was other people I saw. There's nothing worse. Now, in the day of sponges and the time where sponges is a cool thing, get right you it. get away with it. You know what I'm saying? You have a good edge. You got to have an edge. Got to have an edge. But then it works. But I didn't, I didn't, I hated being that kid. That's so sad. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. But my mom did the best she could. And it, yeah. it, but it also kind of was to a point to where my mom was cutting out hair and she would fuck it up. Jesus. So I was just like, you know what? I'd rather rock these naps and then, you know, <laughs> give me a little money and then I'll go. But we want kids to come in all on the same playing field. I know when they introduce these uh, uniforms, yeah. they, it, the mindset, said as much as people didn't like it was to have everybody dressing the same so it could cut yeah. down on bullying cut down on the cost that parents have to to you know to spend because they could buy five uniforms or three uniforms or two uniforms and wear that shit every day i don't know day. what these kids do when they go to school they plan but the in the pants the knees be worn out and I'm on the just, girls or the guys both 
Well, these days kids now, is gay at eight. Talk, kids is gay at nine years old, so it could be the boy sucking dick too. To Who knows? Re- like I have to buy. We always have to re up. Like around Christmas time then Just start getting the motherfuckers some knee pads Or do like no. my mom used to do When we didn't have it we would cut the jeans Or cut the clothes off some old pair of jeans And patch it up oh Patch it up God. from the inside uh-uh. See that's I when you knew you was bro- Mama I love you so much for, for everything that you've done for me And my brother You know what I'm saying I think I think I, I know we should both be indebted to her mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Because those it's things that she did that I didn't pay attention to to now, like going back, telling those stories. You wouldn't have patched those pants up if you had the money to go get me another mm-hmm. pair. But you know what? You didn't want to have a, oh, thank you, G. You didn't want to have, want me to have the holes in my knee. <laughs> you know, I felt a little something. We talking about Jesus today, so maybe he <laughs> in the upper room. <laughs> then they used to say you were supposed to be a preacher, and you out here using the podcast as your ministry. And that's what my mama said. <laughs> She always used to tell me that you're going to be a preacher when you grow up. You always like to talk. You like to help people. You like to do this. I'm just glad that the podcast is your ministry. Because Ooh, as much I'd have been as fucking I'm, them hoes in the as church. As much as I'm a nice, uh, mm, they, <laughs> wholesome woman. These women ain't wearing pantyhose these days. I am not trying days. to be nobody first lady because the thoughts are out for real. I need to go church. back to church, man. I need to go back <laughs> to church. Last time I went to church, I saw women wearing things that I was just like. Damn. They How are you focusing on the, the word? How are you focusing on the word with that kind of ass in front of you? Bible, word, word, Bible. <laughs> Add ass to the equation. Neither one of them matter. Bet you had your ass in Sunday school, though. Nah, I ain't about that. Th- Sunday school. But you know what? <laughs> Sunday school is where you find out where if people are real ab- about their Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you go into Sunday school and questions are being asked and you never raise your hand, that I means you didn't study, you don't study, mm-hmm. and you are not that in tune with your Jesus. And that's another thing that I tell that's people That's what I'm naming the podcast, uh, being in tune with Jesus. That's another thing that I tell people about mega churches. A lot of people are intimidated to go to these churches, but if you get involved, you're going to see just how big the church is. Because I know the I, spirit, yeah, the, the spirit don't reach the nosebleeds. No, 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 no. But if you get involved... In these churches, because I know Concord. That's where you also see much of a business. That's where I'm a member. Um, Really? Yes, Concord. You've been out 1,188 days. Well, I've been out 1,975 days. Lord, forgive me. But uh, (laughs) as you cussing all of that, hey, it's fine. I'm sure God cuss. But when I was going like real strong, you know. I would go to the midweek service. But what were you going for when you were going to church? Were you going more so out and, of routine? And that was the thing. A lot of because I transitioned to Concord when I first um, left my home church was, which was Victory Temple Church of God in Christ Highway to Holiness Ministries. It was really um, said Highway to Holiness. That was like the slow. <laughs> yeah, I even lost highway me at that holiness. one. Now, I granted it was very strict, but it was a very family oriented church, and there are still certain things that I miss about that church to this yeah, day. Smaller churches, um, you do get that 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 vibe yeah. and you get that you know not to be funny you get those awards mm-hmm. if they if you do something and they oh, help yeah. out it's g- very generous and mm-hmm. it's very family oriented yeah. and the big mega churches are more of a business yeah exactly and that's one of the things that i hated too because when i left that church i left when i was 19 and i went to friendship west i liked friendship west but it became more political than anything and when did singing start coming becoming <laughs> about like you got to fill out an application or have yes, tryouts it was like, like a just big let deal. the what happened to just let the Lord use you. It was. Shout out to, to Sister Hamilton, who used to come up and sing uh, sing songs with maracas sing. and she in the Jerry Curl. <laughs> it was 
people that couldn't even sing, but they were willing to serve. So they that's they what it was about. Yeah, no longer it's not about willing no. to serve. If you look a certain way mm-hmm. and your voice is, is is stronger than somebody yeah. else's, they want to put the best looking, best singing mm-hmm. person out there, as opposed to the person who may not look the part but mm-hmm. struggles with certain notes. But people will see them giving that glory and praise to God yep. and know their circumstance and know that they can't sing as good. But the praise mm-hmm. and worship that they're giving to it God, was it was genuine. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I can connect with that mm-hmm. because I get that. Yep. As opposed to if I go to a mega church and it's a girl with the thigh muscle like showing and the heels on, it's a concert, <laughs> her hair done, and then she's wearing something where that ass popping where you're more so worried about what she looks yeah. like and how fine she is as opposed to the blessings and the praise that she's giving to God. Yeah. The And the thing about it is if you go back to American Guys, the reason American Guys is such a great show is because it's God's, the old guys want us to pray again mm-hmm. as the new guys, which is social media and mm-hmm. media, all they want is our attention. Mm-hmm. We don't need to give them praise or do anything. They just show it's what's easily accessible to us yeah. is what we serve. We don't serve things that we have to work for or guys that we mm-hmm. have to pray to to get what we need. We want to pray to those instant gratification guys, yeah. which is social media. What it's about. Which is why American Guys is one of the greatest shows ever known to man. Shout out to Mr. Yancey mm-hmm. that's played by um, Orlando Jones. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope, dope show. If you don't haven't watched it, go to Stars. Download the app for seven dollars a month on any Xbox or uh, what is the Stars app? Or the Stars app, mm-hmm. but any other playing console, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, you can get it on all those consoles and watch from there. You definitely mm-hmm. need to watch that shit. But I said all that to say I did have to go through my phase of realizing that I was still holding on to being in church every Sunday because that's what I grew up used to. So now, not so much because I really didn't want to go. But That's what I'm talking about. See, don't put that shit on me and say <laughs> no, because you no. don't go. You didn't want to go every have, Sunday. The times that I have asked you and said, hey, let's go to church. You genuinely because, wanted yes, to go. I did. But you know what? And, and, I then I, and then I woke up and I was like, was I'm going to do Yes, You did it a couple times. Yeah. Not a lot. You did wake up and I was just like, I ain't feeling it today. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the truth. Well, I wasn't even talking about you. It's just one of those things that I never say yes to something that I know yeah, I don't want to do. do. Every time I ask you, you're like, I will see. I'll let you know. But wouldn't you prefer me to say that and be that person who doesn't give you an answer just to do it because like sometimes I think it's okay to do what your significant other wants you to do just mm-hmm. because it's a relationship mm-hmm. and then sometimes I think if you don't want to do something mm-hmm. don't do it because you feel like the significant yeah, other is going to appreciate it because it's going to come out to. yeah and then you're not going to have a good time but I think sometimes and on, on this specific issue I don't think you've ever indulged me in church Mm-mm. I don't think you ever have so we I went think- to church we went to my church when I used to go to Antioch we went twice you had on a green dress with the <laughs> fitted green dress with no sleeves and uh, the black belt. Mm-hmm. And then the other time but we went, you had on like jeans. Were and because a, we were going for your mom. Because if we were, the, I've Well, never I was been, going for me. I've never been. Anytime I've ever went you. to church as an adult, I went for me. Well, I, you know, I was under the impression it was because your mom. Had, but when I've asked nah, you specifically to go. to go to my church. Because I've heard, you Concord, right? Concord. Heard now, a lot I, about it. I chose Concord 50, 50 because over Friendship West, I chose it because I felt like it was teaching that I was used to. Yeah. It wasn't um like a political message. It wasn't you know I heard a lot about that. It wasn't at, like at a militant type service. And I don't want I, that either. That's not my personality. This is the thing that I tell people when you gotta be careful about militant and being pro black. Mm-hmm. You could be either or to a fault. 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that person that's so militant or pro-black yeah. that when somebody sees you either dating a white woman or sitting down having bread mm-hmm. with a white man or drinking or at a white festivity, they're going to feel like you've lost yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the danger in the line that you have to watch. It's mm-hmm. okay to be pro-black, but I think you can be anything to a fault. Yeah. And for me, when I go to church, it's like I go to church for a specific reason of getting a word and rejuvenating myself for the week. Like, I don't want to go to church and be bogged down with everything that I'm already aware of. Yep. That's why I say I don't talk about a lot of politics on the podcast. And I'm woke all my life to the social injustices for black people and minorities. I don't care to talk about it all the time on the podcast. And the thing about it is you could go a million other places and get that. They're not saying anything that I'm not saying. You know what I'm saying? You know, so you're going to. I hear this shit all the time. So I get it there. When I go to church, I'm looking for something different. And so black that's people. Why I chose Concord. And black people. It's not every black person's job to carry the load for everybody. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, some people be like, you have a platform. Why don't you speak more about social injustices? I do things on the back end as mm-hmm. well as you do to help promote and educate people. Yeah. The reality is back, back in the haircuts. We're talking to the kids. We're talking to the families. We're giving them supplies to be prepared for school mm-hmm. because without schooling and education, it's only so far you can go. Exactly. We need to expose our kids and our culture to other things, and that's what I pride myself on doing. Mm-hmm. I even talked to you one day, and I was like, you know what? Maybe in a few years I run for city council. Mm-hmm. Why can't I? Why? Why? What, what, why wouldn't I run for it? I think I would fuck some shit up. I know you would fuck some shit up. They come to me and be Who talking about would? playground. We need a playground news, over here. The news would be lit. We we go we got a play. We want to <laughs> get a playground because the first thing I'm talking about is build redo some of these motherfucking roads over here on the south side as quick as y'all do them on the white side of town. You can go out there and hit one but speed you know bump what? and you go back next next Tuesday. That speed bump will not be there. You know there. what? I don't even say that anymore because where I work is predominantly white area. Them motherfuckers are persistent. They put in the time yeah, and effort keep it takes calling. to call and to do petitions. Black people don't do that. They just expect for something to change yeah. Or they give up early They might do one thing and then after that it's like Oh I tried, it's done, it's done. Ain't nothing I can do, Pod the man fade. always been out to get us yeah. No, stop, fuck that stop making excuses. If you got to call every day I have people that call me every literally day My hands are tired, yeah. but they call me Every day Cause they gonna say, months. you know what, god damn, get Mrs. Wilson Off the goddamn line, let's send somebody <laughs> out there Change the meters, fix the and road that's whatever. literally what happened Bitching and griping, because when you're in a world to where if you're changing laws and you're changing guidelines and you're helping implement these changes amongst the community, mm-hmm. the thing you have so many things to worry about. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about that one person, but if mm-hmm. that one person is calling several they times a week every other day, they put themselves on your mind when they come in a day and somebody says, "Hey, uh, Mr. Councilman Roberts, we have," and he'll be able to say, "Miss Wilson on the phone." All right, put mm-hmm. it through, Miss Wilson. I've and heard it. I've seen to all give the emails. That a different answer, so you, do. you work a little bit harder. Yep. To be able to give them to give them a different answer because you feel nobody likes to disappoint people. Mm -mm. So black people, let's stop disappointing ourselves. And how about we show up to these city council meetings? Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in politics to be a city council person. I have a friend who's a nurse back home in Texarkana, and she ran for the I think it's the thirteenth ward Mm -hmm. in Texarkana. You know what I'm saying? And when I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck? She didn't do politics, but it's something that she wanted to do because she did the research and found out that hey, you don't have to be in politics Mm -hmm. to be this person. I don't know what the criteria is. I'm going to look because probably around the age of 40, my ass may be looking to be city council and fuck up some shit around here. Because it's on a world, a nationwide platform now that our president never had any experience. experience and he is fucking president. Yeah. 
So it's possible. <laughs> anything is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> I can put that KG part right there. But that's real, man. That's real. All right, man. I'm wrapping it up. I need to give me something to eat. I don't yeah, want to do the whole Saturday doing Sorry. a podcast. Plus, we got Sunday to do a podcast. Possibly Monday to do a podcast. I, I, I'm looking forward to doing a podcast soon. Uh, with one of the old co-hosts who used to be on the show. Oh, yeah, that's going to be really yeah, good. Yeah, uh, shout out to Christian Evans, man. He was one of the people who I started the podcast. Welcome and back then, into the folks. Yeah, and him and uh, Gary Green, uh, two guys who were co-hosts on the podcast. And it, it, this is a but God situation. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? But God. Because when it all happened, it was like me and him was kind of like, you know what? It just kind of fell off, you know, and people was like, so where is he at? Why are they not on the podcast? And I did several podcasts without using people's names about where they're at or where they're being. But me and him are definitely going to talk um, and do a podcast together about what happened, where he's at now, what we're doing now. Uh, and and if we can do any more work down the line, the reality is will always be the reality is, you know, because we don't you have no filter here. But. Be prepared. You may be hearing me on a couple of other podcasts around Dallas and around wherever because exposure is everything. Mm -hmm. Where can they find you at on social media and what's new? What you got going on right now? No Artesia. K-N-O-W-A-R-T. You don't even sell yourself. You got to sell that shit. I was getting ready to go into something. No Artesia. Yeah, that's where I am on social media. Yes. Hit it. That's where she at on social. I'm trying to give you some life, man. Whatever. I'm going to be your gay hype man. Please do. There yes, bitch. Get it. Tell them where your <laughs> shit at so they can find that shit, bitch. I'm working bitch. on a couple of projects and I'm super excited because I had some people reach out uh, to me from Houston. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to be making my way down there next. That's what's up, man. So excited. And we got a lot of things coming up, man. We shooting for the fall. You know, I apologize to you guys. We haven't been dropping podcasts every week. Uh, we trying to travel out here and get our vacation on during the summertime hey. and make things happen. Got to say these motherfucking coins and stack them uh, pennies on top of nickels, nickels on top of dimes. Dimes, dimes on top of quarters until them quarters turn into dollars, goddammit. <laughs> That's what we're working on, man. But we got a lot of stuff coming up. We're trying to do a couple of series that coming up in the fall to where we'll be out. We'll have panel discussions. We're going to be doing a lot of things. A lot of people have been emailing us and talking to us about the poetry event that we did a couple of months ago. We're going to get another mm -hmm. one of those rolling out. The fall is my time. Yeah. The summertime is too goddamn hot. Too the only people who's sitting out in the heat is white folks because they're consistently trying to get that tan. I'm not sitting out there in no goddamn sweat hot box mm -mm. trying to have no event for these people mm -mm. unless it's a pool party. We can do the um Yeah, we're gonna do water, our little water yeah. gun yeah, cookout thing. Fun. Yeah, we gotta look. No, I don't wanna say too much, you know, people start stealing shit. I don't care if you take some of my ideas. I mean it's just really attribute no new them. idea. It's not the it's not. I think because I look and try to take two and two and put two and two together yeah. and switch them up. But if I ever take something from somebody, just like when we had the the reality is kickback this past weekend, I said something to the the point of uh incorporating the phrase sweat equity yeah. into the conversation and i gave shout out to my homeboy louis mclean uh one one third of melanin origins uh children's book or one, one half of melanin origins <laughs> children's book they got so many people supporting them i just yeah. just trying to make sure it's right but it was a friend that was sitting in there when i said that and i said louis Mm -hmm. Or I said, hey, I didn't say this one of my friends and his name didn't come to my, mm -hmm. my brain. And one of his friends was like, oh, you're talking about Louie. And I was like, yeah. exactly. I was like, you got to be. Know. They know. You got to be careful. You putting out content, you're doing podcasts, exactly. you're doing all of this stuff, and you're stealing other people's ideas without giving them, at, you know, attributing. Is to be looked at as a fraud. As a fraud, a fake. Yeah. Podcasting color, uh, Barry on there. She's the one who who writes that and keeps the publication going. Mm -hmm. She said it. Uh, she tweeted a couple of weeks ago. She said, "It's so funny to see co-hosts 
trying to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, some people, everybody don't have podcast star power. Mm-mm. Everybody don't know that it's important to have an inflection in your voice if you're talking to people for mm-hmm. hours. Everybody doesn't know that in order to have people fuck with you, you got to be real with yourself. Yeah, it's already a, a Charlemagne. Jumping on the train, on a podcast train just because it's what's hot Just right because now, it's what's hot. But they're better in what they're already doing. Like, Period. Stay in your lane. Or it's you cool. may be good at contributing something to exactly. the podcast. The microphone is it's not like for everybody. Me. You know, I, who knew I would be on the mic so much? But if you had to do it by yourself, how do you think day, you would hold it Every day, all day, hell no. Yeah. No. And the the work it takes to find that content. <laughs> no, not at all. Period. So. If you're not watching the Carmichael show, definitely watch the Carmichael show. If you're not listening to Two Chains Trap, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, <laughs> you need to be listening to that. Can we just give a shout out to his promotion team? Yeah, because they put that shit together. I'm mad that I'm not in Atlanta to go to some of these events. I'm mad that I don't have a team. <laughs> to put out shit like that because the shit that he's doing for this album it's promotion amazing. is amazing and those are the type of things that I would love to do yeah. all y'all people who want to grow mm-hmm. and you're failing by yourself team up with somebody exactly and that, all the people who sit easy. up and talk about or complain about wanting to have somebody if you if the offer has been extended to you yeah. accept it I, I That's complain. not to say you got to get rid of what you're doing on your own. You don't. But it's nothing wrong with make coming a new together lane to collaborate and, do something different. and make something bigger. And that's the thing. I've had about three people reach out to me and said, hey, do you want to do another podcast? And I'm thinking together like on the reality is. And it was like, no, we want to work with you. Let's mm-hmm. create. And I'm all about that because the more I'm on other people's podcasts, the more podcasts that are out there. And I always try to tell people I feel like I'm one of the hardest working normal people in this world. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with it. So you may be hearing my voice on several of the podcasts to iTunes and a blog talk radio and a SoundCloud near you. If they fucking with me, we trying to get on blog talk, iTunes, Spotify. Let us in, Spotify. Spotify, let us in. Let a nigga live. Just a little bit on that green uh, avatar. Can we please get on there? You know what I'm saying? Black people, talk about more than hip hop. Talk about more than reality TV. Please do. Right. Rewrite your own narrative and open up the lanes. Open up the gates. What does the Bible say? Oh, Lord. We're not going to go there. Open up the gates. I know you know it. <laughs> open up the damn gates. <laughs> Who in the hell left the gate open? All right, man. This is Anthony Roberts. You can find me on Facebook at Anthony Roberts, on Instagram at Sir Robert Poe, on my personal pages. But you can also find us at The Reality is on Instagram, Twitter, Anchor, all social media platforms. Find him there first. Yeah. Please. Thank you. I don't know what that was for. <laughs> Call me off guard, but I'll roll with that, man. Always remember, man, what we always say, inhale courage to excel success. Hope you guys have, hopefully you guys have a uh, magnificent Saturday, a wonderful Sunday. Tomorrow we got B. Michelle the Dallas Hope Dealer coming yes. back in. Where have you been? She's been working on herself. Yeah. So. She's coming back. New and improved. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> Hope y'all read it. Yeah, I know that's right. <laughs> All right, man, we'll catch y'all on next week. Be blessed. Yeah, believe in yourself. Huh? Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Believe in yourself. Yeah. Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Who else gonna believe in you? Believe in yourself. Health is well. I could have cussed, but I didn't. Oh, okay. I could have said, fuck shit, bitch, hoe, skank. Clearly, you're still recording. Thanks for messing it up. <laughs> That's real fucked up. Well, gotta get mine. Faster than the stuff. All right. I 
nigga make a hundred thousand just sitting by the steps. I count a hundred thousand with my feet in the chair. I can pull the baddest broad in here. With my hand pulled behind my back, one hand on the steering wheel, two chains with the ponytail. Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.